watching prohibition fall down. All right, guys, what's growing on? What is growing on today? How are you doing, uh, Everything. Everything all the time, dude. That's what's growing on. That's my saying. That's my saying. Most people are just a little nonchalant. Not, not much. How are you? I mean, not much really. I mean, sometimes people got not much going on, but yeah. I stole, I stole everything all the time from the Eagles back in the 1970s, all right? <laughs> everything all the time. Back in the 70s, man. What do you, I mean, the 70s, I know I was born in 77. You were born, what, three, four years earlier than me? I was born in 71, amigo. I got pretty much remember the wimp rock of the 70s. I remember disco. I remember, yeah, all, all the way when Scarface came out. That was 1981. So I tell you what, Star Wars was all through the 70s. Do man. you remember no internet and no smartphone? I think most people don't like remember that. It's like now it's such a norm to have those things. Like, do you remember what that was like? I remember. Just go, wait, just go to my bamboo nursery. You want to see no internet, no smartphone guru. <laughs> you were trying to get an email to one of the guys. Shout out to Ryan at the bamboo nursery. You were trying to get an email to him. And he was like, I have my girlfriend's email, I think, but it was just non-existent. And that's fucking cool. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. In today's uh, crazy, busy, everything at our fingertips world, all good to go. It's good. Looks like you're token. Everybody out there listening, hopefully you can toke on down today. Do a little bit of news, culture, entertainment show rundown here. Um, actually, Sticky Rice One Mom wants to know, what are the bios of you guys? And I don't know if I have a bios, biography, I guess. Yes. Wait, hang on. Bi bio and bios, right? Bios is what? What's a bios on a computer? That's like the first, the boot screen it goes to. It's for the motherboard. It's so like it, it actually has its own chipset to register all the other stuff. That's cannabis. Yeah. Cannabis is my boot screen, brother. <laughs> What's I, the blue screen? <laughs> no, but bio, it is funny, man. You think about on the online, everybody has bios. Being, fuck, we ask people to have bios on their uh, on their dank nugs and whatever for, for dudegrows.com. Do we have bios? That's actually a good question. And what would you say, man, if you had 100 words or less to describe yourself? Man? We'll try. We'll try. Good comment. Not a good, scary comment, man. Prohibition is alive is all I was going to say. Grustin Scarecrow uh, commenting here. Got a story about, man, that sometimes we just live in not, I'm going to say with blinders over our eyes when we're in non-prohibition land, but it's still out there and strong. So I want to feature a comment there. Um, Hang on. So is Scrooston for Screw Houston? Is that what that is? <laughs> Uh, could be, man. Could be. It could be. It could be. Uh, and then in what's going on, your Scotty is again, you're trying to relate it. Your daughter's been working on some different projects. You're doing the plant influence and you're trying to relay the idea that plants really are amazing. She's not, she's not, she's Dude, not digging it. This, the, the, she is, but this is just, just on coffee, not even stoned yet. And I was just like, what do you mean plants are boring? Not what plants are boring, but yeah, we were just doing this this research paper together and i was like holy shit have i got some uh, material for you you're gonna love it plants are amazing uh in the news opto optometrist what is that word optomet uh, optometrist? i don't that doesn't feel right google that guru that's not a real word is it it's optometrist oh. it's, an, it's an eye doctor i'm only fucking with you man okay optometrist thank you you know me with my words sometimes even though there's been an optometrist and an ophthalmologist, all right? Six years of medicine. discovers uh, cannabinoids as a means to identify use of marijuana. I'm not sure where they're going with this, but it's pretty interesting uh, as well. We have studies link cannabis consumption and increased exercise. <laughs> I can only imagine what's happening with the optometrist, man. Damn, this weed smells good. Sorry, getting distracted here. Hey, um, we right, should cool. taste good. Okay, we should taste good. We should smell good. Mm? What about pairing? Pairing with wine. I was listening to, uh, actually, Royal Gold has a new podcast, and they're talking about uh, they're out in wine country in California, but what they were doing was having you smoke on some kind bud and giving instruction on how how long to hold the hit and then to sip on this wine. Sure. And it was actually Michael from Royal Gold. He's like, I have never tasted flavors like that it was really interesting i know some people might be against saying you know drinking and consumption at the same time no, that's not good 
I saw this uh, some kind of TV show on a, this. He was the biggest like wine expert with the best seller and would just sell billions and not billions. I think he sold like $50 million worth of his seller worth of his wines. And he was just making the whole shit up. He would just literally oh, yeah, photo, photocopy or he would remove the fucking labels and reattach them. <laughs> He'd just he would, be mixing like cheap wines and he shit, He would just right? mix a bunch of cheap wines and it really had to do with the set and setting <laughs> and the fact that he was such an authority that he was so well-respected. There's so much social proof. He was just like, oh, this is amazing. And everybody else would be like, it is amazing. Wow. <laughs> so there is something on, uncom- like I said, if I smoked, you know, Mexican reg with Woody Nelson, I'll bet Woody Nelson with Willie Nelson uh, and Woody Harrelson. How about that? I'll there bet you it'd be some of the best, one of the best buzzes I've ever had. Yeah, Set and yeah, setting, I can brother. Agree. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I haven't done much wine pairing with, I know it does with certain foods and things, but I haven't nothing with cannabis. I could see an IPA or some of the finer ales out there. I could probably find some pairing to be done, some certain strains, you know? Does anyone like to just get high anymore? Okay. <laughs> Before we get into the show, dogrows.com forward slash support, guys. So you can go support the show at $10 a month. And when you come on board as DG supporters, uh, you get a welcome to the dogrows.com uh, producers page. And there's where we list all the deals you can get. You can order your free seeds from Seeds Here Now. Uh, you get 30% off Real Growers Recharge. You get a DGC sticker pack sent out to you. And a chance to win the monthly giveaways this month, the Pulse Pro, Pulse Grow Pro Unit. Uh, measuring CO2, R, all your environmental parameters. You can go back and look at your data log for the entire grow down to the second, see what's going on each day. You can run multiple meters in different zones if you're commercial and get all types of notifications per your set points emailed or messaged to you on your phone. Badass way to help know what's going on in your grow. Uh, to enter to win that unit, it's, uh, when you're logged into Patreon as a producer, it's right there on the top post. Uh, May 24th, I believe, is the Monday that we'll announce the winner for that. And lastly, Scotty, the good feeling, man. Making the show happen, guys. No joke. Coming at you. Trying to come at you almost every day of the week here. And we got a good team behind us. Could not do it without. Shout out to the DGC team and all the producers making this happen. Yeah, we're, we're on a good roll, aren't we, dude? We've actually been showing up for uh, for the shows lately. I almost called it work, but I anytime I think about this, I cannot consciously call this work because it's fucking hanging out, having a good time, learning about growing. The actual right now recording of the show. Good time. It's not work, don't, man. This is don't good feel like work. Times, man. <laughs> Creating the show, producing the show, making the show, all that. It's work, but it's work I like. It's work I like. <laughs> yes, absolutely. By the way, dude, how do I get my free seats? You get your free seeds. <laughs> it's certain questions we just answer about a hundred times a day. It's kind of funny. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it, it is good to go. Dogrows.com forward slash support. Uh, check that out, and let's jump into this show here. First off, we'll see who is growing some dank. Hang on, I'm looking at seeds, and I'm thinking about seeds right now. We need to hit up Ocean Grown. Those guys are friends of the show. Uh, they've been to our DGC Cups. We need to hit them up for some packs, man. They got some great genetics. Shout yeah. out to Bader. Absolutely. Definitely. Oh, you're actually reminding me. We got uh, a little bit of free Canadians up here. Uh, the ability, not a hookup, ability to order if you want. A little bit of love from Ira Genetics came up north here. Uh, what do you so mean? Is that you, magic? <laughs> insane, if you want, man. go over to uh, rechargecanada.ca. Hit the contact there, and, and I'll tell you what I got going on. If you're interested, Canadian growers. Um, other, other, if you're in the States, guys, seeds here now, hit it up, take care of Just trying to help out a little bit, save some, some of the shipping for the Canadians. All right. Are you doing the wine thing and you're just photocopying shit now, man? Is that yeah. Those are, those are just bag seed. <laughs> got Ross and Jeff's labeling on that shit. <laughs> shit. Don't give anybody the idea, man. That's fucking scary. All right. This is uh who's growing some dang gorilla glue bag seed by one lucky chucker. <laughs> like it. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, I was hanging out with Paul and Chucker yesterday from Do You Write Genetics, and it was, it was pretty cool, man. He was I asked him the difference between a Paul and Chucker and a breeder, and he had a great answer. I'll save it. Do you write? Do you write? I like it. Yeah, but uh, one lucky Chucker, man. <laughs> yeah, you chuck some pollen, you can get yourself some fucking amazing, <coughs> uh, amazing genetics without knowing a ton of what you're doing. Well, this says, hey, cheers, DGC. This is my Gorilla Glue bag seed that I let veg for almost three months. She's currently in week eight of flower and smells of wood, floral, 
and minty menthol undertone. Now, I believe that when somebody just uh, describes the smell, like that's the believable, right? Where you're like, hmm, it's a little woody, a little floral, a little, what is that, menthol? And, you know, that's not too much. Okay. When's it too much? When it just goes with the standard ones? Smells like gas. Smells like diesel. No, I think those are okay, too, man. It's the burnt tennis balls, and uh, I have some (laughs) dirty gym socks. Fuck, I smelled one that smelled a little bit like (coughs) tennis balls, too. I'm just nice. jealous, man. I'm just jealous that I can't uh, can't pick this stuff out. So I was having fun this one with this one and decided to see how big I could get her in a three-gallon fabric pot. But after week five of flower, she started throwing all kinds of problems. Ooh, the roots ew. were growing through the fabric out the bottom, so I had no choice but to transplant at week five of flower into a five-gallon. Ooh, I don't know if I'd make that move. Week five of flower transplant. He just wanted to keep them roots from, from drying out, I guess. Man, that doesn't look like I had all sorts of problems. I think I was talking to you about what's going on in my growth, saying that just in, I'm like week two, week three. And if they don't look perfect, then I just want to get rid of them. I don't want to invest in them because they need to be strong the whole time. But something gets a little weirded out in week five. What do you think, dude? Week five, they're already fairly bulky, right? Should be, hopefully. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I try and transplant like a, like a ninja, you know, just very, very... Good. but yeah like i said they look good man like you said they look great great that's a beautiful great. last picture in the trellis you have that trellis out nicely man good work on all those tops so thank you for the dank nug here one lucky checker and that's a good looking bag seed that is where's the trellis on there guru scroll down let me see that god that's <coughs> good holy shit that is one big fucking plant right there man yeah right good looking what do you, what do you think they're gonna get off that man two Pound, pound, pound and a half. Between a pound and two pounds. You think? Uh, it's covering a fucking four by four, man. Let us know, one lucky checker, what you get. Yeah, I'd like to know, sir. Okay, so let's take it over to uh, what you're talking on there, Scotty. This is the lemonade gelato. I'm trying to find one that's not too fucking strong. Uh, this one seems pretty good. Oh, that looks, looks nice. Looks banner weed. It's really pretty. Man, like I said, I'm about the buzz, though. And for a long time, I just wanted to get really high. Now that I'm smoking weed at work, I call it at work. Uh, yeah, I don't want to just get, like, blitzed high. Like, what are we talking about again? You know, wow. <laughs> just sometimes. Wow, sometimes that bug good. looks like an alien, man. <laughs> it can't hijack every conversation at work. So uh, this is a good daytime weed. It really is. Lemonade gelato. I'm medicating with, you know, sometimes I come up with other things than cannabis. I'm medicating with nature while high, Scotty. All right. It works, that, doesn't it? That does actually. Fucking hang on a second. You want to talk about getting super high? Hang, hang out and smoke joints in your bedroom all day. Tell me how high it gets you. Then go and fucking smoke just a single, just take a single, you know, hit or whatever. A single bong hit, whatever it is, out in nature. And you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. The vibrations, sir. It inspired last night, actually. I was uh, uh, just winding things up around my house. It was probably actually midnight, 1230. And I see my emotion like going out front. I'm like, hmm, good chance there's some nature because I live in the woods. And it was old mama bear and the two cubs. I think this is the third season. Damn, those cubs are getting big. But just doing the stroll, like the low stroll through my driveway over to right. the neighbor's. They are dark. Now I'm afraid. I almost have one. It's like I'm like, damn. I was actually just out there. Then like bump into one. You can't see uh, shit, huh? What's that? You can't. You can't see them. They just blend right into the night. I mean, they're just black. <laughs> I mean, they don't blend perfectly because they're just right. a solid black silhouette. But I mean, I can't imagine that's by accident either. You know what I mean? That's like how many hundreds of thousands or millions of years of evolution was like. You know what? Black is the best color for hunting at night. I think. Well, you know that's. <laughs> It seems cool. Uh, but beyond that, man, just watching, sitting back and how nature works. I'll be out in the front patio again, getting high. Or maybe I prefer elevated. I don't know if high. Is high a negative word? I don't think so. Me? I mean, you know, I, I had a friend that called it dope and I had to stop. Him. I was like, it's not dope. You can't <laughs> call it dope, man. You can't go uh, there. Even stoned, I think stoned, it used to be negative for just like drunk and uh, stone drunk or whatever. But I think that is negative. I just think of somebody being like, you know, stoned, but uh, high, I think, of somebody walking in a room and saying, man, isn't, isn't today great? 
wow, check this out. Isn't that interesting? That's what I think when I think of high. I guess that I can go with that because that's what I was like. Isn't this just great and interesting? I'll be watching like how hummingbirds work or even just something simple like robins, like just the spring, the robins would be four in my front yard. Like I'm like how they're listening for, I guess, a worm underground or some turn their heads and shit. And I was like, well, maybe I should research them a little bit. And as far as I was looking at hummingbirds and uh, robins, how long they live. And the first right. sentence for both of them is most hummingbirds die their first year. Most robins die their first year. How nature can just be harsh, man. Like, I it can be harsh on humans, too. Some insects live for, like, 36 hours, right? It's like, sure. okay, this is my time to do just bathing, Microbes I guess, to breathe. Too. Microbes, too. It all happens for a reason. And then you got trippy stuff, like where I used to live on, on the mid, Midwest. This is, like, the 17-year cicada cycle. Um, I don't know if you ever experienced yeah. that. Where it's so like, fucking weird. Yeah, these things are all over the trees, all over everything at night. There's just this drone of shit going on. And it's like, all right, see you in 17 years. Hmm. I just love the Internet now. They're like, how to cook with cicada. We'll figure this out. Don't worry, man. <laughs> but that's cool. You talk about being high. You have a high level of interest. It heightened your level of interest. It heightened I like your that. curiosity. There's so many people that can sit there and look at a hummingbird and be like, yeah, look, hey, look, it's a hummingbird, man. <laughs> you know, not think shit about it. it. That's great with cannabis, right? That's what we talk about doing cannabis, using cannabis before even like helping your kid with schoolwork or a project or something. Right. Um, I think Guru had a story of bullshitting about Legos. Like, yeah, you want to have some fun building Legos, get a little high. You'll have a heightened experience. Yeah, I wish I had known that when I was a kid, too. Think how awesome Legos would have been as a kid, high. They were still awesome. They were, oh, I mean, they they had their own endorphin rush that went along with Legos and putting stuff together and making stuff out of them. Absolutely. All right, I got a story out of Texas here. Uh Story out of Texas. Come on, heavy, man. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okamoto heavy, dude. All right, man. Okamoto heavy. Scrooston Scarecrow chimes in. Says, yeah, man, I got caught up in a home raid in San San Jancito. I'm going to go with San Jancito County, Texas. Right. I bet you it's nothing of that sort. They dropped the possession of marijuana (laughs) charge and cultivation, but kept my possession of controlled substance for the bottle of tincture, which came out to be a first-degree felony, five to life charge. Oh, stop. The fuck is going on? I was listening to somebody talk a couple days ago, and they're like, "When are we just gonna start rejecting this? Rejecting the nonviolent, just insane prison nation uh, sentences they're giving out? Five to life for tincture? We should be Um, freaking completely rejecting that, protesting that, not allowing it to happen." Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Something good to uh, do with our time. Into the good comments, but this comment isn't really like a feel-good comment, but a little reminder about Prohibition Land down there in Texas. It's quite uh, interesting. Scrooston, Scrooston Scarecrow says, yeah, man, I got caught up in a home raid in, and this is a county, I'm going to say, I'm going to San, San Sintio, San Jacintio. Sorry. Yeah, the J, like jalapeno, right? So J is an eight, so San Jacinto. San Jacinto? County, Texas. It says they dropped the possession of marijuana charge and cultivation, but gave me, but kept my possession of a controlled substance from the bottle of tincture, damn, which came out to be a first degree felony with a five to life charge. Oh my God. So wait, a tincture is, I guess that's concentrated cannabis and that's five to life in Texas. I screw Houston. Screw Houston. That is just like ridiculous and draconian. I know in a lot of those southern states, um, anything over a half ounce is automatic intent to distribute. Any hash is an automatic felony. Um, just like off the bat, if it's hash, it's considered the same thing as like meth and heroin, and they'll go at you for manufacturing a controlled substance. Man, but that is what's cool about America is you got free speech. We really do need to somehow solidify and get get uh, uh I, don't, I don't know end this it's so ridiculous that this can happen right in front it, of us you go to court, it is courthouse actually every day i think i think texas is working on this other you know like grew in virginia used to have that where they anything like that even hash i believe was a severe charge anything processed versus just having straight yeah. flour 
but unfair where they just slipped. It wasn't like we all voted for this being like, yes, let's, uh, you know, give five to life for anybody in possession of hash. If you would put that on a fucking ballot, people would be like, hell no. You know? <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So they just sneak this shit in and I drive in Florida. I will drive in, you know, I'm in Sugarland or I'm just in these weird places in Florida because my nursery is in the middle of the state. And you see <clears throat> nothing, 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 private prison, nothing, 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 no. private prison. I mean, every fucking 60 or 70 miles, there's a private prison. And the man. craziest, you say private prison, the shittiest part of that is when they built that, the government signed a contract guaranteed occupancy, saying that they'll, they'll <laughs> guarantee a certain amount of people in it, yep. which is just like. So like, well, we'll just find some people to arrest to keep it. We'll find them. Don't worry. Yeah. It's I fucked mean, up. The, yeah, the prison industrial complex has a shitload of lobbyists. Here's some here's some crazy numbers to throw at you. The United States is like five percent of the world's population. We have twenty five percent of the world's prison population per capita. That is worse than North Korea or Russia or Iran or any of those other yeah. countries that we're talking about it's, in terms of like they may go after political prisoners, but like which is more fucked up, going after political prisoners or poor people? And it's not like we voted for this stuff. I don't remember voting for any of this stuff specifically. This is shit that just no, got we, rolled in. Well, man. in a the, the democratic way, we voted for the people that voted for this. So yeah, I guess so. They got, <laughs> the, they got the, us. the royal we. The royal. Know, the royal we. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. All right. Let me continue was, on here. It says, uh, "I've been on probation for over four years." But a year and a half, I ended up in the Waco VA Veterans Hospital for three months due to my psych issues acquired through my service in the Army Special Operations community. So as I started smoking again to survive, which I could totally get that, man. I mean, you're Look, like, well, one yeah. hand, I'm on probation, but the other hand, like, I got to keep my sanity. I mean, here. come on. To be on probation, the worst punishment is you can't smoke weed. I mean, that's and think about that. Like you go to jail if you violate your probation. All you need to do is pop a drug test, which, you know, for weed, Taya, is pretty easy to do. How easy is it to get somebody that's on probation into jail? Very easy in this country. And that's exactly so he's saying. Um, I said, I've had too many diluted drug tests. So they're trying to add $750 a month to my fees for a special drug patch test and alcohol ankle monitor. Now, I've seen people. The alcohol ankle monitor, I believe sometimes that just ties into when you get caught with anything, like you could be caught. I've seen people that are in like the uh, the the class you got to go to. Let's say you're a minor in possession of alcohol. So you go to right. like a and then like, why are you here, man? He's like, I got caught with a little bit of weed. And you're like, oh, so this class is teaching us like how not to be alcoholics. Like they just generalize it. Right. How much do you think he paid for that class? Mandatory have to pay for it, though. And is that a private business that runs that class? Probably. Yes, they are. It's, it's, and it's ridiculous. Point. fucking dirty shit, man. It's incestuous, man. And I'm not going to shout out. I used to work at a store in Lakewood, Colorado called GrowWise. And right around in the same commercial plaza strip, two doors down, was one of those uh, places where people went to go to education. So it was pretty hilarious. You get it, literally, we had a customer one time that was going there and shopping at our store. I'm like, oh, this is nice for you. But to continue on in the comment, I literally don't even speed in my car. I've been working since I was 14 and growing since I was 13. I served my country faithfully and with honor. Hell, I even went through special operations selection a second time to become an instructor. That sounds pretty heavy duty up in that the That sounds army, heavy though. guru. What, what does that mean, sir? Uh, so special forces selection is like one of the hardest things you can do in the armed services with the highest attrition rate. You lose the most, most amount of people to right. drop out of it. Um, he did that twice to be an instructor. That's like a Navy SEAL selection, like or BUDS, when they pick stuff, people for that. Uh, it is a very like hard to get into community in the special op operation. He probably was a ranger before he did that, which is another really hard military school to go <sighs> to. Um, uh, the utmost respect for this guy. I am. I'm just thinking an officer and a gentleman. It was a good movie, man. Like he, just he's really just a glutton for punishment. If you go and do special operations selection two times. Wow. That is, that's hardcore respect. I'll do what I have time. I have, I'll, I'll do what I have time to do. And hopefully be seeing you guys at a, at a, and at a DGC Cup, excuse me, in the future with some of my beautiful homegrown shoreline from original Houston gut. 
hope all is well with y'all. Hope all is better with you, man. And that, uh, yeah, you're going to get through this bullshit. Doesn't sound like the VA is helping you much. And that's just, yeah, I don't, I don't fully get it. There's just got to be some hater judges. Bro, we're so close with the whole social media and being able to communicate and get messages out to individual uh, individuals or I don't know. I'm just thinking that with the whole freedom of speech thing, I guess it is being edited by the algorithm or limited. But to get people to say, hey, look, this is my specific case. This is the prosecutor. This is their email. And if you think this is unfair, if you think this is a, a waste of our resources, please let them know. It's all done in public, no? Yeah, yeah, to a degree. I mean, not everything, but I hear you. I would get into it, but I actually started watching Game of Thrones last night, and it's pretty good, man. You know, it is pretty good. There was, like, wolves uh, and shit, yeah. man, and, like, guys in leather. Speaking of that, with this Cody, Cody Alger comment. <laughs> says, it was just me, or is it pretty obvious that the dude has watched every episode of The Office twice? <laughs> Yes. What? I haven't watched The Office, but I think that's fucking hilarious, man. That oh, is funny. Pretty good. And love <laughs> loves the the loves the H2O. Getting better here. Says we visited Vegas a couple years ago and tipped our Uber driver with some edibles when he took us to the dispensary. He immediately ate them and carried on his shift. <laughs> yes. This is we were talking about the cabbies yesterday or a couple days ago. We were talking about where the cabbies New York. should be able should be able to not be stoned, I think, when they're driving, because whatever. That that's a personal preference. But I was thinking about that. I was thinking about uh, just rolling through stop signs. When I was in Costa Rica, they just didn't have stop signs. It was just suggested four-way intersections or whatever. And I mean, you just think about it. Everybody actually, ha if you follow the rules, everything's fine, man. But man, you're too fucking stoned. You do something dumb like roll through a stop sign. You can really fuck some people up. Man. So I so. saw something really interesting, and it kind of kind of relates to that. Uh, with uh, like uh, in Asian countries, a lot of times at big intersections, there's right. no rules. It's just no. a big open space yeah. intersection, and people just uh, like human nature. They figure out the most efficient way to do it, uh, kind of like ants, with like an I was ant, thinking ant microbes, and like an yeah. ant colony moving around or microbes moving Bro. around. That like there's actually less accidents in those types of situations than when you have like concrete rules in a traffic circle or everyone with like a light in rules. <laughs> right. That just no rules actually has less accidents. And no rules getting onto airplanes is faster than them letting people in in groups. It's just like, <laughs> how does that work? Jesus. I don't know about that. Hey, no, it's all, everybody bored. Yes. Yeah, that that is the fastest way to get everyone on the plane. <laughs> Guru, when I was in uh, Costa Rica, I was watching. They have the leaf cutter ants there, and they're the ones that actually they cut a cut a leaf. They grab a big hunk of it and they put it on their backs and they walk back to the nest. Or you know, the they're all like little Clark Kents. They're literally they got this big thing on their back. Sometimes they need a little bit of help getting it balanced again, so their friend will help them. But it is the <laughs> crazy. It is the most social thing, dude. Every time they walk by, it's two lines. One of them's going to get more, and the other one's going to the to the nest or yeah. whatever. And they have to high five each other every <laughs> fucking time. One stops and goes, "Hey, what's up." Goes in the next one, goes, "Hey, what's up?" It's got to be the most <laughs> exhausting thing ever. And then the the and then there's like guard ants that guard the entrance to the nest. And right. like if there's a of an ant infected with Bavaria basana or some type of fungus that's on it, yeah, they'll take it, kill it, and then they'll go out away from the nest and kill themselves to to make sure that that this fungus doesn't efficient. get in there. Yeah, it's like a Game of Thrones thing. Man. Screw quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Another comment from H.G. Buckwheat. H.G. Buckwheat says, To each his own, sir dude, your door to inner harmony seems to appear through sound, music, and the sounds of your environment. I like this one, man. I like this one. It kind of gives us a little analysis of our inner, I don't know, our inner self. It seems Scotty's door to his inner harmony is through hmm. meditative thought. I did not hmm. know this. Hmm. <laughs> Everyone has right. their own door to inner peace and contentment. It's that one thing you do that drowns everything else out and all problems, worries, and cares are pushed away in that moment. Oh, this is from the Finding Flow. When we were talking about that book called Finding Flow in Your Flow State, 
It's kind of cool uh, analysis, I thought. Huh? Wait, someone psychoanalyzed me. What's my inner harmony? I don't know. Uh, that's a, to the DGC. Someone leave a comment. I'm, yeah. I'm interested. Target yeah. shooting. That's what I was thinking. Something like the inner harmony would be pop, pop, pop. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I like it. HG. You Buck know what? Hang on. I do want to say that when you're listening to music, sometimes like if you're li- different listening to podcasts is listening to somebody else or an audio book and mm-hmm. listening to music is just getting your fucking inner voice. Just it just fills in, you know, it's especially uh, Tanazi got me on Spongle, which is just sounds. And so you're just listening. Shmungle. You're just listening to this stuff and you're just thinking, you know, it's just thoughts are coming out. But lately I've been getting into music with no words because it doesn't kind of bastardize your own thoughts that come out as words. <laughs> no. What, you, what kind of music with no words? Some EDM? Spong- I'm telling you, Spongle, I hate to say it, but yes, I will listen to house music and it's just something simple in the background. Except house, house music is very personal. Guru put on his house music yesterday. I was like, no. Uh, that house, that most definitely was not house music. What was that? Uh, that was some squabby. I would not define them as house music. I guess like electronic music, okay. but not house music. For sure. I mean, that would have been good if the, we were on it, it. It's people playing real instruments and then synths on top of it. So like those concerts live are so cool. Because you're trying, like you're seeing someone playing yes. an instrument and then trying to figure out how the fuck it's making that sound. That seems what do you mean like real instruments. So what are you trying to tell me? Like a DJ is not playing a real instrument. No, like, no, uh, making yeah, music kind, with- kind of. I don't really consider a DJ like uh, mixing stuff up. Uh, actually, playing music or an instrument. Well, oh, hang I'm, on a second. I'm talking. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I what mean, I say about real DJ instruments? Someone's up there playing a an electric analog guitar and right. then running it through a synth and doing cool stuff with that. Or a keyboard through a cool synth and doing stuff like that. That stuff is really interesting in my brain. A dude up there playing his laptop is not my favorite thing. And I'm not saying that, that it's bad or by any means. Maybe like everyone in the cup of tea is their own thing. But like to me, I like to have like the real instruments there playing stuff. Performance wise, maybe. But man, I, when you see somebody and he just gets up there and starts fucking hitting, he makes a drum beat and then he starts adding a little whatever, use a keyboard to it. And then it's, it's fucking amazing what the hell they can do. And I'm, I don't know. But little little did you know, he just he was just up there and hit play on a track and then was just acting like he's doing stuff. Uh, anyway, I find <laughs> it, it. I tell you what, DJs, I find them to be amazing artists or the same kind of musical artist you would be as a, you know, with a regular instrument, I think being a DJ is every bit of that. I will fucking listen to some, what is house music or whatever, whatever the fuck they call it. And I'm like, damn, this is good, man. It does get your body going. So Who's I don't even know what DJ? we're talking about now. Dude, that's actually a good question. I have no idea of any of them. I have no idea. And I just listened to, I swear, I think I started out. I don't even remember, but uh Pandora Station and just let it. That's why I'm, I'm an old dude, man. All right. I just let Pandora okay. be my DJ. My favorite DJ is Pandora. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see Nine Inch Nails? He would do that with the whole looping thing. He would just yeah. go. It was basically all him. And then I remember he was so angry in the beginning. He would go around and push the fake, the fake guitarist and stuff. Just so you knew it was, it was all him. It was awesome. I dig a little Trent Reznor. Been to a handful of shows for sure. Another yeah. comment from Taylor Gulledge says, dude has boomer energy. I, I um, got called. Guru said, okay, boomer to me, man. When I was like, nobody's using Instagram. It's all Facebook. And he goes, okay, boomer. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that means we're acting. Oh, old, I took that as uh, like shrooms, like boomers, buddy. Boomers. Damn it, man. Get, I want some boomer energy right now. I don't think that's what they meant. I think they might have that's meant That's how that. I'll take it. I think you're right, dude. I think you're right. Huh. Uh, and another interesting one here, Sticky Rice One Mom says, what are the bios of you guys? Since Scott and Banner are the names you drop, do they have faces, places? Of course, of course. But I guess that's your biography. Isn't that when you're dead, though, when you do your biography? No, no. That's uh, That means someone else wrote it. An autobiography would be a biography written by you. Oh, man. So that means I got to write your bio and you have to write mine. This sounds fun. man. I don't know. I mean, I don't really have off the top of my head what I put like you're supposed to historically start with some things, some Nick Fit things in your life. Right. You know? Right. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about my bio. I guess we would have to start with cannabis. I don't know. Advocate. Is that what you would call it? I don't know. Fan of cannabis. <laughs> uh, what I know what mine say? would say. High functioning stoner. Oh, God for. damn. Dro- with a little drop the mic emoji at the yeah. end, man. Huh. Yeah, I'd have, you'd have to really think about that. Fucking defining yourself is not easy. And a hell of a filter. It is not. And a quick show bio, I guess, as far as, uh, you know, she she mentioned Banner, Bruce Banner, our webmaster slash, I don't know, everybody has such a broad spectrum of things they do for the show. It's hard. I can't just say, oh, Bruce Banner is the webmaster. Girl Guru is just our producer. Everybody does a wide variety of things around here. Um, and uh, yes. Yeah, if you had one it. sentence for your bio, you know, Bruce Banner, the why guy, you know, <laughs> guru. <laughs> Makes it happen. (laughs) And then we got Scotty keeps it real. Dreams up things. I think I dream up things. Guru actually makes them real. Banner asks why we're doing them. (laughs) I don't even know. Right. Well, I'm talking to the dude in the uh, real growers process, I'll say. Okay. I'll just give it the dude is a guy who grows. Damn. He grows. Deep. Mountain Deep. bikes. Yeah, I like oh. that. We'll work on it. I'll write an autobiography one day when I have and I'm extremely bored, nothing else to do, I think. That's you yeah. gotta sit there and write about yourself. Oh, I was gonna think, man, how fucking narcissistic is that, man? We're just like, <laughs> I'm gonna just hang out. Took like a year <laughs> off and just wrote about myself, you know, <laughs> just shared stories that I thought everyone might enjoy. Oh, all right. Yep. Slide another joint. Pack of bull guys. Let's get into what's going on. Skeddy's helping his daughter with another botany project and trying to get her pumped on plants. Not this pump, but they are amazing. Yes, my daughter has. She had to grow a uh, uh, basil plant and then she's documenting it and she's got to talk about why. Just it's all about plants and it's trying to do. Uh, I guess she's the teacher is trying to just get them excited or asking them why plants I don't know what the actual hypothesis is. I wonder if they get strictly graded also on their growing skills. Like, is it now everybody gets uh, an award? Or right. hey, if that you didn't get a plant to grow well, I mean, that's a that's only a D plant there. Come on, let's yeah. start with that. <laughs> you know what? It's just it's it gives her an, us an opportunity to talk about what makes plants cool. And you know, she's got to write this paper. I'm like, man, get them hooked with plants. You know, it's amazing. And I just was drinking my coffee this morning and just talking to her about it. And there is there's so much amazing. I was actually reading this book without in defense of plants. It's also a podcast. I'm going to try to get this on. Okay. What's his name? Matt Candeus. I don't know. In defense of plants. I started actually reading the book and it just talks about it. It, it, kind of illustrates how like we're talking about sunlight being energy and it's not like we can go out and just absorb energy like a fucking solar cell you know through through sunlight we need to eat food to do it and if you think about sunlight it hits uh uh the plants the plants actually make carbohydrates or they make food for us we eat the plants it's like a way uh plants are a way for us to harvest and actually eat you know make sun the sun's energy into a usable fuel for us sun man kind of after a whole (laughs) bunch of these chain reactions that kind of took a couple billion years to work themselves out but it really is like chain reaction you know it's that food web that starts with microbes and the microbes go and protect the plants and the plants i make this actually the microbes live off the same stuff that we do the carbohydrates the sugars the carbohydrates from the plant there's a little bit of them that we're most of them we're eating a little bit of them get pumped down for the microbes and it's just this food chain that has worked itself out over billions of years to allow us to eat sunlight man (laughs) (laughs) while you're talking i thought of another example for your daughter or anybody sometimes when i plant a tomato seed i'm like or even that cannabis seed that's fine too uh i'm like and then when you think what it's going to create a six foot tall tomato bush full of hundreds of little tomatoes right or when you go out of the woods or if you find a seed from let's say a huge whatever a redwood tree a giant redwoods you know what this how small are those seeds and then i guess what i don't know what you call it if it's the genetic mapping or like what how do all the instructions to create that tree 
fit in that seed that is like you, you could lose it in a heartbeat smaller than some of them are like one tenth the size of the top like a but that's of a deoxyribose yeah, nucleic acid that's dna and i mean that's what's so fucking cool about being smart enough to get in the classes that guru that they allowed him into is you kind of get to understand how small things that genetic code it's fucking amazing how i mean it's tiny right what is that that's I think one strand of DNA. I can't remember these exactly, but I think it's like five miles long. If you because it coils and like it's a double helix, so right? It coils but I mean, all it's, around itself. It's literally in what a, a molecule of whatever. Oh, uh, so molecule. We were talking like chemically. Molecules are small. It is a group of a ton of uh, like proteins. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all I know is it's amazing how much information is contained in this little DNA, and I. Like I said, I can't put a micron measurement on it, but it's smaller, right, dude? We need a uh, show. There's a show titled People Are Amazing, titled Plants Are Amazing. Because I know I've seen it, you've seen some plants growing in the craziest of places you come upon. You're like, how are you possibly living right there? Or even, like we said, plants that move, plants that do things. So I think it should be pretty easy to convince your daughter plants are amazing, I hope. It is. I felt bad. One of the things is, uh, one, one of the thesis or topics is uh, show how, you know, humans are helping to increase biodiversity on the planet. And I was like, uh, they're not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're burning down the rainforest and cutting, you know, uh, what is monocropping everything. And I just started explaining how they're her hoping about to increase well. biodiversity, huh? Yeah, you know, and it was like one of those things where they're all holding hands and singing Kumbaya. And she was like, the United Nations is having meetings about it. <laughs> and I was just like, cool. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, I'd have to think about that one. Yeah, I was like, well, can you just change the argument and say they're not because we're killing 99.9% of the germs in our house and everywhere now? I don't think we're really, we have a war on biodiversity right now. Yeah, that un- unwin- unwinnable, unwinnable, my friend. <laughs> That's it, man. That's a, You know what the last thought I had was yep. think about yep. how the plants for billions of years have been working to convert sunlight into energy, you know, for, yep. you know usable energy for humans. Man, think about how long we've been actually working on converting sunlight into energy. Maybe a hundred years at the most. Like working with like solar. You know, we they've it got depends. like a couple on, billion on years you, on us. They've got billions of years on us. Because the okay. people back in the I mean, people for a long time have either been positioning, let's say, cliffside dwellings for the proper sure. for like sun exposure there you or go. the way people build things. But as far as that harnessing it and storing it, like you're saying with solar. No, you're right, though. They were using soil batteries and stuff like that to hold the heat and whatnot. So you are right. But even so give people a couple thousand years of doing that. You still got a couple billion years of plants and microbes strategizing and refining their system. It's pretty fucking amazing. So quick. We've been around for quite a while. Not really in the big scheme of time, humans. But then in the last even 100, 100, you know, years or whatever, was it the... uh, the invention of power was that the big like what just made it go freaking lightning speed yeah the industrial, industrial revolution. revolution man it was yeah, inventing factory you know power and factories and just being able to pump things out uh what do they call that mass mass production, production. yeah just yeah. assembly lines and yeah yeah they figured all that out man instead of one craftsman sitting there and building an engine it was 50 people each one of them puts a bolt on hmm man, systems never- man I've thought about sometimes having a factory job and I know a lot of them are being replaced and some people don't mind it, but right. sometimes it's gotta be rough. If you're like on the eight hour shift and you're doing the same thing the whole time. It's different that, though. Was, I, ju- I just was hanging out with our guy that makes recharge the whole time. He makes, sometimes he makes recharge sticks. Sometimes he make recharge eight ounce bags. Sometimes they do five pounders. But it's the same thing every day. And uh, he seems to like it. I've talked to a lot of the last guy that did it was like, no, I just like to be left alone. I put my headphones on and I do my work and I'm done. I'm like, huh, interesting. Okay, yes. So as long as I have the factory job or like that, as long as one, I can smoke as much as I want. Two, I can use headphones. Yep. Um, and three, I get to work with your friends, a couple of friends right next to you. There we go. Not not, not too bad now. Yeah, not too bad. All right, let's go. I'm gonna talk about the pros list here. Dugros.com forward slash pros, guys. We have a newer pro on board. The Dynav app. 
check it out, man. You got the personal herb vaporizer, I call it. I have the induction unit. If I can get it up on camera here myself, see that green little light there? Yeah. That's where you put this this baby in there and get it to warm up. They also work with a torch. Um, and if I'm use, if right? I'm being honest with you, tried it out literally yesterday for the yeah. first time with the torch. It works better with the torch. Yeah, we don't have the Dynavat because uh, I think Max Potency grabbed it. But, dude, here's the simple little torch like this. Fucking works awesome, man. So It's I, like two seconds heating it up with the horge, torch. Everybody here, likes like, the Dynavat here, I will say. Dynavate, Dynavap. Vat. Whoa, what happened, man? We lost you, dude. I can't hear you, sir. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, I had to, I tried to use my mute button for the cough to be slick, uh, but, you know. That is classy. Uh, Dynavap, Vap, D-Y-N-A-V-A-P.com. They have different units. They have some even that attach to this sick unit here. They can attach to, let's look at wood on it, my style, but it can go for, it's beveled down here for bong. Oh, that's the uh, bong G, man. That's the bong G. Bong. Hey, coupon code DUDE over there. If you can't remember anything I'm saying, go to dudegrows.com. All the pros are listed there and all the coupon codes. And uh, yeah, this is a sick little personal vape unit, dry herb vape. It gives you nice top-notch flavor. I will say better flavor reminds me of when I do occasionally uh, live resin. I do like, uh, and I love the flavor of that. But same as this, when you're dry herb vaping, you can really taste the terps and the plant better than fully doing the full burn with a lighter. Absolutely. Because you're just bubbling the essence off of the plant. You're not burning bubbling it. the essence. Yeah. Um, and the news. Let's take it to the news. And since I know how to pronounce a word now, optometrist. Ooh. What do you think? <laughs> bubble my essence? Good t-shirt? I do. We got to write these, all these down so we can get them. Um, <laughs> optometrist discovers cannabinoids as means to identify use of marijuana. And in the image here, it shows some crumbled up cannabis and a pair of car keys. So I'm like, where are they going with this? Right, um, right. It should just say optometrist in parentheses who doesn't smoke weed discovers cannabinoids as mean to identify use of marijuana. Unlike for alcohol, there is no breathalyzer in the field or in the field of measure of performance, such as a standard field sobriety test. So this is uh, they're, they're developing this. This is impairment, measurement, marijuana and driving. In short, Scotty. I-M-M-A-D. They're based in Quincy, Massachusetts. It's wait, wait, wait. Science. That, that says I'm mad is what that says. It says I'm mad. I-M-M-A-D. <laughs> I mean, these motherfuckers are pissed off and they're telling you right off the bat. Man. Typically, right right away, um, this is as, as they had up here in Vancouver. I don't know if they're still using it. I forgot it was the Drager 5000 or some shit. When a company like Impairment Measurement Marijuana and Driving is doing this and it's a bioscience company. Um, they're either getting a lot of funding from investors, spending a lot of money and trying to come up with some way for police to buy their device to have measurable impairment to get people marijuana DUIs. Did you guys so they're read what else this says? No, Google, help me out, man. Uh, what is making you laugh so hard? They uh, are gonna test people's tears. So they, they're gonna oh, make yeah. they're gonna make you cry and test your tears yeah. to be able to it tell doesn't no way. It you're going to jail that. for this, man. Yeah. You're going to jail for this. No, I'm not. Uh, well, then your dog is really and sick. Like all <laughs> they're trying to do anything they can to get him to cry. Every every device like this is relying upon a flawed piece of logic for uh, cannabis smokers as far as impairment goes. Right, and then it that it's uh, that your level of cannabinoids in your blood has a direct correlation to a certain amount of impairment. And we know as stoners with cannabis, there's lots of different levels of consumption and lots of different tolerances that like a joint could knock the, the dude on his ass and Scotty could be just fine afterwards or vice versa, just kind of depending on a lot of different things. So impairment isn't something you can judge uh, with cannabis just directly off of uh, like their blood. Like with alcohol, I completely agree with uh, how they do and handle DUIs and stuff as far as breathalyzing people, testing their blood. Right. Like there's a direct correlation between having more alcohol in your system and you being able to like to hold str a straight line on a steering wheel. So like I get that with cannabis, there is not. Yeah. And until they recognize that that's just a flawed piece of logic, then – I mean, they're 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 going to continue to lose battles in court, even when they have evidence from these things, because people will be like, "Cool, you prove that they have this amount of THC in their blood, but like you didn't prove impairment," and that's yeah. like the big hurdle they have to get over. So, 
I mean, it really does so, depend on the public's, you know, appetite or tolerance for you know, these type type of cases clogging the court system. Well, they didn't well, say that. All they found out so far is that this works better with tears because of the lipophilic or slash fat components in tears versus saliva or blood, and THC will bond with that. Doesn't say anywhere in the article they're going to make you cry, but I'm like, how the fuck are you going to get tears? So if you're more or more interested in this, Scotty, though. Um, this April, the paper will be at, the, which has already happened, but the paper will be at the Midwest Association for Toxology and Therapeutic Drug Monitoring Virtual Conference. If you would want to uh, revisit that, maybe oh they'll play it. You God, can watch it again. A bunch of people that make their living doing drug tests, it selling would, drug tests. So, what state is that? Uh, like conference in because if it's in a legal state, we should just go and just start token down in the middle of the meeting room. Right. Shouldn't all everything almost like okay? I was about to say some drug tests are good, right? Like we don't want the guy out on the road that's too high on whatever. But I know there's like you just said. I'm sure I don't know how many people are out there on whatever prescription prescription drugs driving. Sure. I'm thinking there's probably some good people that pe- not good people, but people that. Drive fine while they're doing coke. I don't know. I mean, it should always be an impairment test, right? It depends. You like just a little, you mean? I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, one th- I've seen people drive like on acid. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, nah, acid, I don't, no. no. I don't think that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Regardless, uh, you should abide by all laws of your local state traffic rules or whatever yeah. it is. Just a disclaimer. But, we are uh, not lawyers. This is not legal advice. Right. Impairment should be for whatever it is, in my opinion. I guess, obviously, if, you, if, you're, if you're failing like the roadside type of shit, which in yeah. its own can be tricky. After talking to lawyers, man, the Pop Brothers uh, at law or whatever, Pop Brothers and other sure. people... Sure. They're like, dude, they, they're, they're, it's designed for you to fail. Even if you're sober, like it's designed. They're gonna, there's fucking traffic all around you. They're sure. making you nervous. They're wanting you to do shit, count weird, stand weird, walk this way. The whole so system is designed to get you into it, to keep you paying money into it, and then to keep give them additional, I don't mean to sound conspiracy, but rights to your freedom, to limit your freedom, to survey your freedom. We should get another attorney on the show if anybody's listening and wants to recommend some attorneys. By the way, I, I, I always like to, and I, I don't question, but it's hard for me. I think the last advice we got for getting pulled over and asked to do field sobriety or anything is just nope, 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 no, 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 none of that shit. Um, right. You know, and you then, want another and attorney it, on the show? I got my brother. He's a tax attorney, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone Perfect. should have a Roth IRA, okay? It's the first thing. <laughs> we've got to remember at a certain point you're you're able to ask am i am i being detained or am i able to go now officer oh no you you should just continually ask that until they answer the question because odds are you're probably not being detained you're just staying there staying there under your own free will while they wait to fuck you right all right in another news story out of canna tech today studies link cannabis consumption and increased exercise I think this one makes sense to me. And by the way, this is possibly the worst study ever. And it's uh, an article by Johnny Green. So I I started reading this. I'm like, is this who wrote this? But it's a good conversation starter, dude. Okay. Well, they started off with, you know, the the great NBA star Clifford, all-star Clifford or Uncle Cliffy, rest in peace, often stated that cannabis consumption was absolutely part of an active lifestyle. And now just kind of time out for a second. Just imagine Johnny Green lighting a joint, being like, I got to write an article today, man. Here's the, here's the, and just listen to him just get progressively worse off and worse. He's all right. I think this one's done, man. Good. (laughs) Check this out. Check this article out. Um, Said Robinson knew firsthand his claim was valid when having played 18 years in the NBA and been a cannabis consumer throughout his professional career. Um, so he's watching so the, basketball when he's smoking while he's writing this part. I get it. <laughs> well, it goes on to state uh, the study. This is how they did this part of the study. The study found that male cannabis consumers were more likely to watch greater than or equal to two hours of television a day compared to non-consumers. However, researchers did not find the same to be true for female cannabis consumers versus non-female. I'm like, what are you talking about at this point? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea the methodology, how many, like, it's just like, he you, gets a little lost, man. You caught it though with Johnny Green. He's like, I'm just going to, what's my name? Today? <laughs> yeah, it's like Johnny Green. Yes, man. Johnny yes. Green watching basketball while high and loses focus on what he's writing about and starts to talk about how often stoners watch television and so yeah. focusing on the exercise aspect. But 
it's good the weed. T- the title is correct, regardless regardless of studies. I see it in anything I do. Any, usually, any sports tied with the outdoors. Um, so here's you know, here's the second study: consumption in adolescence, which is. Uh, uh, here you go. 387 adolescents were asked questions about cannabis consumption and exercise, among other things. The goal of the study was to determine if cannabis use and exercise uh, had, had an, an effect, effect on decision making among young people. Okay. Okay. It says, contrary to the hypothesis, adolescents reported more exercise at baseline, also reported higher CU frequency in our sample. I don't know what that means. Uh, this association, association might may, may be explained by factors like sample characteristics or sports type. Oh, fuck it. I don't know. Anyway, it says that <laughs> it says it reported more exercise and higher and higher. So you free bottom line with cannabis and exercise for me is it is funner, more fun. Um, and they do go hand in hand, I believe. Uh, it can be, in my opinion, performance enhancing. Recovery aspects are huge these days with everything we're finding out. Right. Um, even the potential with, I know it's getting bigger. Florida is just allowing it in boxing now. Shit, if you're getting hit in the head, man. And I think there's some connection potentially with CTE. Um, yeah, helping uh, the cannabis with helping with brain injury. Yep. But. It helps it, it, increase your, bla- your brain's neuroplasticity, so like its ability to heal itself and learn new ways to do things. Neuroplasticity, I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, uh, I, like I encourage anybody if you can. That's usually when I was, especially if you're like if you're going to the gym and like getting on the exercise bike or just doing repetitive shit. That's not you know not outside where it's a little more entertaining and whatnot. Definitely, it's nice to get blazed up. I feel they should have a little room in there for that. Yeah, so. absolutely. Even me doing my exercise bike, being boring, going upstairs and riding the exercise bike for an hour. Sometimes I'll do an hour and a half because I'll just be high as <coughs> fuck, man. Just keep on smoking up there. It's not like a, the two are mutually exclusive. You can smoke weed on the bike. And uh, yeah, it's just actually uh, kind of you put yourself into the zone, a trance, whatever you want to call it. It's kind of cool. Right on, right on. We got some memes here, which I have yeah. not seen. I usually don't look at the memes before the show. I like to have the shock value. Okay, this one, Bird Turd's been coming out strong lately. And uh, I don't know. This one's weird. I don't know who is that, but it's just a super stoned out guy. Looks like he's in the 1800s. Smoking a blunt. Smoking a blunt, and he's a little bit bugged out. It says, when you tap your pockets, <laughs> when you tap your pockets, but you don't feel your phone. Then you realize it's 1820 and you're just (laughs) it does look like that feeling of when you fucking go to tap your pocket and you go, fuck, my phone's not there, man. Used to be your car keys, but now it's fuck. Where did I do with my phone? And that is just classic. That is really funny, man. I like memes. I get memes. Thanks, Bertard. What else? (laughs) Come on. What else you got, guru? (laughs) Yes. Where's those potatoes? And those potatoes says when you let your wife germinate your seeds and it's me holding up those potatoes, man, dude, those things. And then I heard like uh, uh, Sonny and Bactopia said, hey, don't plant those. They're probably sprayed with something. I don't know. Those were good organic with the multicolored ones. And I'll be damned if they don't want to if they don't want to grow. What do you think, dude? I got some risk places like outside. I can put those in. So maybe one plant them up. Hey, for social media this week, I just, I couldn't resist this one. I think Rowdy Rick sent me this. Warehouse Kyle, Rowdy Rick are always sending me weird stuff. And you know who William Shatner is, right? Captain Kirk? Yes, sir. Guru, you know about William Shatner? I know who William Shatner is. Not from him being Captain Kirk, but I know who William Shatner is, yeah. Favorite William Shatner? Sabotage. He just talks weird. And uh, he he is weird, man. And this is, I don't know, can we just play this? We'll do some shout-outs and just, Guru, hit play on this. It's just weird, man. Rocket Man. Elton like John. Eggs. Last night, pre-flight. <laughs> Zero hour. Nine a.m. Just like back in the day of pills, huh? And I'm gonna. Okay, be... I guess I'll start some <sighs> shout-outs here. That's a little. <laughs> I'm gonna give it up uh, first. Don't forget. Don't forget everybody. Let me give it up to all the moms out there. Moms and your mom's moms. Mother's Day coming up. Don't get in trouble. And Easy Roller Eight. How you doing? I got Joe Dirt and Infamous Gardens. <laughs> so much. Are you sure that's not Joe Dirt? 
So I don't know. I just want <laughs> slightly emo barista and Joshua Stone. What's Whoa. up? <laughs> President Graham Frosty Nug Huffer. What's going on? Stanky oh, closet. Sounds a... good. And Turk Ferguson. Ganja Farmer, and don't forget the great William Shatner. I don't think he's Laker, he's still alive, isn't he? He still looks the same. I think it's gonna be... Stay hired, my friends. Until next time, we'll be coming at you with some girl talk. He's out. Take her easy, dude. Not the man they think 